Hello everyone, my name is Eric McCray and I'm here to present another mind-blowing episode. I know that I'm constantly repeating the same thing and it's all for good reason. I hope that all of my episodes are mind-blowing. I hope that all of my episodes on the Victorious for Life podcast are mentally stimulating. That's the idea of it, for it to be mentally stimulating, to give you something You as you listeners that are listening to my podcast to give you something to think about, something to take home with you, something to marinate in your thoughts, in your in your spirit. The name of this particular episode is Red Flags on the First Date. Red Flags on the First Date. What are red flags on a first date? I have a list of red flags that I wrote down on a piece of paper and I wanted to read them to everyone. These red flags that I wrote down, trust me when I tell you, trust me when I tell you that I read these red flags and not only did I decided to present them on this particular episode, but I decided to evaluate these red flags and and also do self inventory in my personal life as well. Whether you decide to meet up with somebody or you feel that you and this person need to talk on the phone before you decide to meet up. You know, whatever situation is, whatever direction you decide to go into, if you're motivated to engage with this person and they seem bored by you or if they're dismissive, dismissive of you, this is a red flag. So translation, if you are enthusiastic to have a conversation with someone that you met for the first time in person or over the telephone, if they are not motivated to engage with you, especially if you meet them in person, you're going to tell based off their body language, their facial expression, because body language is on the aspect of that style or that type of communication. Body language is always 70%. Verbal communication is 30%. So again, body language is 70%. Verbal communication is 30%. So body language speaks volume. Or if you are engaging with this person over the telephone, you can still have an idea if this person is bored by you, if they're not really interested and they're just pacifying you or just tolerating the conversation because they don't want to be rude. A lot of times people give one word responses. They don't actively engage. You know, know, that's a pet peeve of, of mine. If I'm engaging with someone, with a woman, and she gives out one word responses as though she don't have no vocabulary. So I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm pulling teeth and you know what I'm saying? And, you know, of course the energy, you can, you can tell by the energy over the phone, you know, whether or not the person is interested, at least I can. That's one particular red flag. Another red flag is if someone is more than a few minutes late, you deserve an explanation. I do agree with that. A lot of people feel that when you go on a first date, when you first meeting somebody that, that, you know, you're not, you shouldn't be held accountable for your behavior. A lot of people feel this way. You shouldn't be held accountable, you know what I'm saying, for your actions, anything like that, you know, and it's not fair for, for anyone that, that's, that agreed to go on a date with you or with a particular person. They show up on time and, you know, this, uh, the other person that, supposed to be on a date with them, man or woman, you're like about five, 10, maybe 15 minutes late. 
And that's the issue because that's not fair to that person because that person going to feel like they've been stood up, you know, and a lot of people don't feel that, you know, that, you know, they should be they should be held accountable for their actions. And, you know, when it, anytime I come across a woman, she feels that way. She has that type of mentality. There's nothing else to talk about because it just shows me that, you know, what I'm saying she has bad character just on the aspect of the fact that she doesn't feel that she should be held accountable. But I'm just saying that for me, from a uh, heterosexual aspect of looking at this particular situation, but men and women both should feel they should be held accountable for their actions. They should agree to this. uh, They should agree to this philosophy. Another red flag is they expect too much too soon or a person expects too much too soon. And that's another red flag right there. And that's something I'm making an effort to take a look at, even with my own particular thought process and behaviors you know um i've you know i've learned and i'm still learning that my expectations cannot it has to be realistic but they can't be too high especially you know the beginning of me meeting a woman because you know you know just to build a foundation you know concerning a relationship excuse my stuttering just to build a foundation concerning or you know a foundation that relates to a relationship it requires a lot of work just to build that foundation. And that's only the foundation. When you look at the structure of a relationship, it's structures, just like it's a structure process of building a house. The foundation, you have to lay the foundation first before you start building anything else. And the relationships is very similar based off the structure. So expecting too much too soon, what it does, it scares people. It puts some level of fear. Um, You provide some level of pressure, which people don't like pressure. They don't, you know, people run away from pressure, especially unnecessary pressure. And this case right here would be, this is, this would be considered an unnecessary pressure because people have a lot of pressure they got to deal with that. They have no choice, but to deal with this type of deal with a everyday lives type pressure, paying bills, children, amongst other, you know, anything that can, that can create any type of pressure. Okay. That is a red flag being too pushy. You know, this is another red flag. Being too pushy, too controlling. You know, that goes without saying. Um, this is another red flag right here is when a person gets too personal too fast. Too fast, you get personal. You asking personal questions. When you ask personal questions too fast, the person that the questions are being directed to, they may feel that this is inappropriate because of the fact that it's not necessarily the question that's inappropriate. It's the timing. That's how people look at it. It's really more the timing that you ask a question that's personal. At some point, when down the line, as you build a rapport with, with someone, ask a personal questions is needed. You know what I'm saying? Because this is a personal relationship. But when you ask the personal questions too soon, the timing is wrong. And that's what makes a lot of people feel uncomfortable with that. And that can cause a red flag because this person is thinking that you don't have no level of discipline to think before you open up your mouth. Discipline, you know, when it comes to asking questions is very important to have mental discipline to think before you ask a question instead of just blurting things out. Another, uh, that's a red flag. Another red flag would be don't make the date feel like a job interview. That's one of my biggest pet peeves right there. A lot of women that I, I come in contact with, they make the date feel like a job interview. You're asking all these probing questions, all these detective-like questions, like I'm on trial. 
for selling crack or something like that. And it's really, it's aggy. And me personally, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? If you ask me questions, you need to flip the questions and answer the questions yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't just ask me all these questions as though that is your choice to choose to, you know, to date me or to allow me to fit me somewhere a part of your life. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a choice, which that's not true. I have a choice. There's plenty of uh, episodes where, or plenty of times where I cut women off. I'm like, we ain't doing that. We ain't, it's not that serious. You're a dime a dozen. You're not going to treat me like I'm thirsty, like I'm dependent on you or I need you. You know what I'm saying? To be a part of my life. And that's not true. You know what I'm saying? And I just don't like stuff like that. Do not make the date feel like a job interview. That goes with a man and a woman. You know what I'm saying? You have to pay. You got to space the questions out. You ask a question. Get a couple of seconds. You know what I'm saying? Let, I mean, you know, maybe a couple of minutes. Not necessarily a couple of seconds, but a couple of minutes. And let, the, let that one question marinate. You know what I'm saying? Just vibe off the answer. You know what I'm saying? Don't just ask one question and then they answer that you ask another question, another question, another question. And you know what I'm saying? It, you know, when you ask a question, allow the other person to answer the question and just vibe and, and just discuss that particular answer for a while, like about five, like about five, 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Before you go into another question. A lot of people don't they don't take the time out to just 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 flow and vibe and just communicate off that one question before you decide to answer another question. Another uh, red flag is uh, they're too confrontational or a person is too confrontational. That's the issue that I have right there. You know what I'm saying? That's a red flag lets you know that this person is hot-headed, hot-tempered, you know, and most people don't want to deal with that, which I don't blame them. They don't want to deal with a person that is too confrontational. A person could be confrontational for a number of reasons. Sometimes if you are, let's say, again, a personal a, a man or woman became confrontational because you're making the date feel like a job interview and a person is feeling uncomfortable with that. A lot of people don't want to they don't even think to even take the time out to think to themselves. You know, am I saying something that's triggering this response Are my words? triggering this person to behave in a confrontational like manner most people don't take the time to think that way they don't even care to think that way i don't believe that just because a person is confrontational that they are a 100 bad person i don't believe that i believe in that particular moment that that person can you know slip up and become confrontational you know confrontational and i just say slip up because i don't believe that everyone is their intentions to be confrontational. You know, some people, you know what I'm saying, that's their MO, you know what I'm saying, it is what it is. They're confrontational. I don't believe that's the case with everybody, you know what I'm saying, because I had uh, plenty of moments where I became confrontational because a woman made the date feel like a job interview. She got personal too fast. She was too pushy. She expected too much too soon, and that really rubbed me the wrong way. So, you know what I'm saying, it's one thing to judge a person based off their initial behavior is another thing to explore why did this person behave in a confrontational manner in the first place i believe that sometimes the behavior can be justified that's just my personal opinion another red flag they don't want to label the relationship after a few months of dating that's a red flag right there that it's a situationship it's not a relationship you don't know what you're doing and some people they ask okay what are we doing what are we doing here because you want an idea 
of what role you play in this person's life. What particular role you play in this person's life. You know what I'm saying? Are y'all just having sex? If, especially if you're just having sex and that's all you're doing is having sex. You get up and, you know, have a Netflix night, you know, watching Netflix and, you know, you don't finish the whole picture because you already know what's about to go down. So you want to know what particular role you play in this person's life. Because if this person is not motivated to, you know, to create a label for the both of you, which in this case right here would be that, you know, uh, y'all in an re- intimate relationship, you know what I'm saying? Boyfriend and girlfriend, well, that sounds too high schoolish, but you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all dating, y- y'all, y'all are, are officially a couple. You know what I'm saying? If, if the person that you're talking to, if they're, if they're not motivated to take it to that level, then you know what I'm saying? That's a red flag. You need to make a decision. Okay. Uh, another red flag, you don't feature on their social media accounts after a few months of dating. You don't you don't feature on their social media accounts after a few months of dating. Okay, let me uh, that could be debatable right there because a lot of people feel that Facebook, you know, exposing your relationships on Facebook can be deadly to your to your relationship. A lot of people feel this way. I actually spoke to a woman and she felt that way. She said that she would not she would not ever post any pictures. Of her and her significant other on Facebook because a lot of people see that. A lot of people are haters and a lot of people, they try to, you know what I'm saying, uh, create some type of drama or some type of mockery far as you exposing your pictures of your significant other on Facebook. And other people can have other reasons other than what I just heard. You know what I'm saying? That's one, one way of looking at it. If you are the type of person where your mindset, that's not your thought process and you don't see nothing, you know, wrong with, you know, advertising or exposing your relationships on Facebook, then I don't see nothing wrong with exposing your relationships on Facebook on, on the aspect of pictures, you know, any type of post that, that relates or reflects your relationship. Now, this post, this question here, it, it actually relates to a person that's being sneaky, a person that. You know what I'm saying? You don't want nobody to know about your significant other. You want your cake and eat it too. That's what this particular um, question, it relates to that particular mindset of a man or woman. That's a red flag. Another red flag is one of you is keeping secrets. That goes without saying. Somebody's keeping some secrets. When you meet somebody, you have to anticipate that this person is going to be lying to you or they're going to be keeping some type of secrets. And, you know, what I'm saying hopefully um, this person is man or woman enough to, ex- you know, expose the expose secrets to you as, you know, y'all, the both, you know, the both the both of you continue to connect, talk and build, build a rapport and you could break that brick wall down. However, that's not the case with a lot of people. There are a lot of people that purposely chooses to keep secrets, you know, throughout the whole duration of the relationship. And that's not good at all. That's a red flag. Another red flag is when a person, when they won't compromise, a lot of people won't even compromise at all. You can't work with a person that refuses to compromise. It's stressful. It's Aggie. Aggie is short for aggravation. It's Aggie. When a person refuses to compromise, they see things their way. Then you need to be single by yourself. Another red flag is you express your feelings to one another differently. Now, a lot of people have different love language. So, you know, I'm seeing different styles of communication. And, you know, I'm saying the objective is, is for both of your 
love language or both of y'all styles of communication to be able to connect and to complement one another. That's not always the case with everybody because a lot of people styles of communication is different because a lot of people thought process are different and your verbal communication is a reflection of your thought process and your emotions. So if your thought process is completely off or not necessarily, not necessarily completely off, but if your thought process is, you know, completely different than the, the, you know, you, you know, than the person that you're trying to build a rapport with a relationship with, chances are that the communication can be bumpy. It could be some, um, it can be some restrictions, some limitations in the communication, which is never good. And last but not least, you never initiate dates. That's a red flag right there. When a person never initiate dates, you know what I'm saying? That lets you know right there that this person is really not concerned with, try- with trying to get to know you, with trying to build a rapport with you, you know, trying to connect with you. They don't even care about the chemistry, if there's any chemistry at all. And if, if, if there is chemistry, they don't care about taking that chemistry to another level. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, relationships are similar to a garden. You know what I'm saying? When, when a person decides to work hard to create a garden, you have to you have to take care of that garden. You know what I'm saying? You have to buy the necessary things to uh, start the garden up and you have to buy the necessary things to maintain that garden other than hard physical work. So relationships, dating is a lot of work that a lot of people do not want to put that work in. And this is one of many reasons why a lot of relationships fail, even on the first date or the first date status or, you know, even the initially talking on the phone. A lot of dates don't even make it to the level of building a foundation. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, of these reasons I mentioned amongst other different reasons, you know, like I said, there's plenty of other, you know, red flag like questions. I only just took down like 13 And I knew I was going to elaborate on the questions, too. So if you like this episode, the listeners, any listeners out there out there that like this episode, if you would like for me to do a part two on this episode, I am on Facebook and you can definitely um, inbox me on Facebook. You know, I'm saying if you choose to. I'm also on Instagram as well. You know, um, however, I'm definitely I definitely Excuse me. I definitely like this episode here. It was mind blowing. I actually learned something from this particular episode. And I hope and pray that the listeners that you learned something from this episode too. take time out to uh, do self inventory to evaluate your thoughts, your thought process, evaluate your heart and overall evaluate your behavior. And I'm going to I plan on doing the same thing. Other than that, thank you so much. Again, like I mentioned once, I'll mention again, the world does look different due to COVID-19. So please wash your hands, you know, continue to utilize your personal protective equipment and stay safe. God bless.